Hey, this is a broad concept podcast by Ella. Welcome to episode five, B Cup Certification with Grid Spoon. And since we walk the talk here today, we are having a guest. And I guess, um, just like our first episode, another first of many. So our guest today is a sustainability enthusiast, definitely an industry mover, a mom and a wife, a founder, an entrepreneur and a marketer, the one and only Juliet Kennedy from Green Spoon. And just before she introduces herself, Green Spoon is an online food store that is slowly but surely taking over the country, guys, the country. So let's hear it from the founder herself. Hi. Hi, Ella. Thank you so much for that amazing introduction. I'm blushing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yes, I'm Juliet and um, I founded Green Spoon in 2016. Yeah. So what is Green Spoon? We are an online store for honest products. Yeah. Um, So we're a place where you can come for great quality grocery and homeware products. Amazing customer service right and same day delivery so we're delicious high quality and convenient you said honest products what does that mean so honest products to us means we've done the research for you yeah and i think um we actually speak to a lot of our customers obviously um, and one of the things that they tell us is that they trust products they find on green spoon because they know that we do the research so you do the work for the consumers exactly and we really really care about the quality that uh, w- the quality of the product that we put on our site, yeah. but also the impact that it might have. Okay, what was the journey of creating or starting Green Spoon in 2016? What were you doing at that time? So I was a mum, um, had my beautiful daughter Saskia, who yeah. is about to turn nine, Ooh. and I had gone through the journey of weaning her um, and going around different shops asking where does the meat come from where do the vegetables come from and the reason i was asking is because i wanted to be sure that these products were safe to put into her tiny little body Mm -hmm. Um, and i think when you become a mum, you become deeply aware of what you're putting into a child's body as well as your own you know you need to stay alive to get them into the into the world you know and get them standing on their own two feet at the very least yeah um so i'd been asking those questions and not really feeling satisfied with the answers thinking like there must be more to this i want to understand where my food's coming from and um And at the same time, then I started to speak to producers who I was buying directly from and uh, realized that there was a story there about how food is being produced and what our food systems have created. Okay. And I realized that there's also there was also space for a platform which would make it easy for artisanal producers to grow their businesses. So no longer just relying on only going to farmers markets every Saturday, but having an online shop where they could sell their wares as well. Oh. So that was kind of what was happening. And then there was a light bulb moment, mm-hmm. um, which was really, really fun. Was um, it in the bathroom? Were you showering that day? And it was like, <laughs> Actually, um, I was at home and my husband came home from work and I said, and at the time I was kind of working, but not like full time. Yeah. And I said, I'm just so annoyed I've spent... I've wasted so much time today looking for this particular product, scrolling through endless Facebook pages, trying to find that producer. And I wish that there was just one place online where I could buy all these beautiful products and have them delivered to my house. And it was like, ka-ching, that could be an idea. (laughs) In our heads, he was like, why don't you do that? And I looked at him like, 
really? And then the more I thought about it, the more I thought, yeah, this would be an amazing, yeah. um, an amazing thing to do. Um, so that was really, that was the light bulb moment. And, and it's, yeah, that's, that was 2016. We registered the company and we opened um, on the 1st of September. So, yeah, and here we are today. Oh, wow. Look at you. Seven years this year, right? Yes. Thank Fantastic. you. I was perusing your website and I saw Green Life. And I just want you to tell us why is Green Life important to you um, and more on the social and environmental impact that we see on Green Spoon? So it's really important to me because it's the future. Um, mm -hmm. And I think everything that we do at Green Spoon is about being part of the solution. So we feel the pressure and we feel the anxiety around climate change yeah. and what's happening to our planet. And we want to be a force for good. So that green life section on the website is about looking after our community. Yeah. And our community means our customers, maybe people who aren't customers yet, but they follow us, our yeah. suppliers, our team, anyone who interacts with the Greenspoon ecosystem, we consider to be part of our community. Yeah. And the green life is really there to help um, all of us and we're by the way we're also learning the whole time yeah. so it's about helping all of us to try to have a more conscious uh, life I guess yeah. and to think about the impact that we're having by making certain choices that we make you know you've just said about caring for the environment um, and you want to be part of the solution uh, but Greenspoon is B Corp certified now what does that mean to you to your business a business that you actually founded you know to your team to all the stakeholders that are part of uh, the Greenspoon community so it's absolutely huge for us Ella. <laughs> I'm so proud that we're B Corp yeah. and I'm so proud of all the work that the team put in to get us here we actually started in 2019 um, so to to be certified in 2022 was mega wow. for us. But what happened was that I started it in 2019 and then I didn't have the capacity to do it myself. So then we started again in 2021 with our, a slightly bigger team. Yes. And then we were able to do it. So it took a year. So what does it mean to us? It just, for me, it's a benchmark of where we are today. And it gives us a real solid indication of where we need to go. What changes do we need to make? So I don't, we never saw it as a box ticking exercise. Okay. It's not about that. It's about a commitment to a global movement okay. that's looking to um, empower businesses to be the change. Okay. So this B Corp, is it a certification that you're given because you're good, because you're a conscious manufacturer? What is it about? Can anybody, What's the process? So essentially, um, I mean, I'm not a B Corp expert, yes. although you would think after a year of application I might <laughs> yes. be, but I'm not. Um, but essentially, um, it's about being part of a community. Okay. And what happens is that um, B Corp look into your governance. If you're a manufacturer, they're going to look into your products. They're going to look into your finances. They're going to look into how you treat um, your team. So your policies around your employees. Um, we also put in some information about where our products come from, how far they travel. I mean, let me tell you, it is so extensive. Yeah. But that's, I think that's why it's so satisfying to become certified, right? Yeah. It's really not an easy process. It's not a question of, oh, we'll pay and get this certification. Yeah. It's really thorough. And you have to answer so many questions. So I feel like, um, that qualification and that whole process was just 
an amazing investigation into the business. Yeah. And it really made us look at ourselves. Like, really, yeah. we say we're doing really well at X, Y, and Z, but are we? But are you? Yeah. So How when you, you get the data this? in yeah. front of you, you're like, wow. Wait think, a minute. Maybe we could do better. <laughs> yeah. So I think it's an amazing process to go through. Is it a one kind of, uh, one time, one kind of, Sorry, is it a one-time kind of certification that uh, once you get it, you're good to go? Or is it something that they, keep, they have to keep on reviewing every so often? So we'll be reviewed in three years. Okay. Um, so it's not one time. And I think what's good about that is that obviously it cannot be a box-ticking exercise, right? Yeah. So that is a really great thing. But I think also for us, it gives you a really clear timeline. So yeah. we scored... Um, 83.8 I think it was yeah and I, I hear it's really hard <laughs> it's really hard but I think I feel like we should have done better yeah um, so I now know okay we've got three years so um, I'm you know we're going to sit with B-Lab East Africa which is the office locally and the team and we're going to figure out like what exactly do we need to do yeah to hit over 100 points in oh, three wow. years time that's what I want to so do so that's the journey that's the journey, Ella. And that's what's so important about, I think, sustainability is yeah. to not look at it like, oh, we've achieved X, therefore we're done. Yeah. Rather to think like, okay, we've got to this point, what could we do more? What could we, what could we look at further that's going to make us a more sustainable business? Interesting. So should we, as either target audience, consumers, citizens, local and international care for organizations with, you know, big cop certification? And, and why should we care for such uh, retailers or such organizations with such? Yeah, I mean, obviously, I think you should care. So <laughs> I think, but I think, what does it come back to? It comes to back to realizing that as individuals, all of our choices matter. So every time we spend a shilling, yeah. we're voting for the kind of world we want in the future. Okay. So when you choose to seek out companies that are more responsible, more interested in the future and more engaged with sustainability, then you're choosing those principles for your future as well. That's what I believe. So then the beauty of a B Corp is that it makes it much easier for the individual to make a choice. And I think the other thing we have to realize with this whole climate change journey and sustainability is that, you know, we can't say it's only for governments to sort it out yeah. or it's only for scientists or it's only for individuals or it's only for businesses. Everyone has to get involved. And I think the individual has the power of how they spend their money. Yes. Businesses have other kinds of power, right? Yeah. So if, if customers start to purchase more with us, yeah. then we get more clout and then we can develop, our, obviously we have great relationships with our suppliers, but we can then help develop better strategies for sustainability with them yeah and then it you get this lovely snowball effect so everybody has some bit of power yeah i think so yeah. yeah i absolutely believe that like as you know we have to do what we can as individuals we can't sit back and say oh it's really you know it's not my problem somebody else will sort it out that's a major major mistake to make yeah yeah you know about that it's true because you you wonder i'm just it's just me say for instance i live alone or there's a bachelor or spinster somewhere that lives alone um but me separating my trash does not make any difference it's just me um and then you someone comes and says like what you're saying you have some bit of power you you not even some bit of power you have the power to start probably separating or to start questioning the retailers or the different places that you shop um and i feel like sometimes we just don't understand that and i think it's sad 
Yeah, I think it's sad too, because I think um, there's a sort of pervasive belief that all the power is held in the hands of the business. Yes. But if you're a business that listens, like we do, yeah. intently to what our customers are telling us they want, because we want to grow with our customers and we want to make sure we're serving them right. Yes. Then you listen to all this and you think, how can we... How can we be the change? How can we do it? It's not easy, I have to say, and we've got a long way to go. Yeah. Believe me, like there's so much to do. But, you know, I can give you an example. When we start selling a product, yeah. let's say it's a product in a new category. So let's say we've never sold tissue paper, for yeah. instance, which we actually do now. But let's say we've never done it and we go to the um, manufacturer and we say we want it packaged without plastic yes. we have zero cloud right we have zero yes. cloud at that point yeah. so then we think okay let's list it get the gain the cloud yeah. so we, you know we're able to then show like customers actually do buy this from us and then we're able to go back and ask again hey would you would you, would you consider mind? yeah putting the, changing the packaging here yeah right so it's a journey and and you know all of these things it shows that when the customer makes that choice then the business also gets clout yeah so it's this snowball thing right so it sort of has a domino effect yeah exactly and i think separating your trash is awesome ella like even you know you, you live on your own you separate your trash you think harder about where you purchase everything yeah right so one of my big beliefs has always been if you think harder about where you're buying the food that you eat every day yes then hopefully it also snowballs into other things like how Correct. should I travel to the coast for my holiday yeah. or where should I choose to buy my clothing yes. or you know what kind of gift should I give to my niece or nephew or it's my mom very true. you know what I mean yeah yeah it's very true goodness Juliet um, if a business owner an individual on behalf of an organization for instance someone who's interested in probably the organization they work for um, hasn't already adopted uh, sustainability as a key part of their business. What are some of the things that you tell them to look at or to look out for in uh, applying for a backup certification? So on reflection now, um, <laughs> yes, <laughs> I would say that the first thing to think about is that it's definitely a commitment. Yeah. So commit to the process, which is something I didn't do in 2019. Mm. And then we were able to do in 2021. So, yeah. um, you know, looking back on it, I wish I had committed <sighs> because between 2021, 2019 and 2021, yeah. we grew so much that then... And that was right in the smack of COVID. Exactly. So then it became a lot more work. Oh, wow. <laughs> so anyway, but that so I would say it's very involving and it's really important to align your team with the mission. Yes. Because you're going to need some help. Yeah. Um, but there's probably going to be one key person who's going to submit a lot of the information. So yeah. it's about pulling that, uh, pulling the data from other members of your team. Yes. And dedicating the time and energy. Um, but there's a B-Lab office for Africa located here in Nairobi. And okay. they're incredibly helpful. Um, but a lot in the end, mm -hmm. even when they're super helpful, a lot of the work just has to be done internally. Yeah. There's, That's no, life. there's no escaping that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you gotta do what you gotta do. <laughs> yes, exactly. After B Cop now at Green Spoon, for you, Juliet, what's the next natural step? I know you have said that in the next three years, there's certain things that you want to sort of um, look into, you know, after the experience that you just had from 2019, 2021, up to date. What is the next natural step for Green Spoon? 
Well, we're growing yeah. um, as a business and we want to make sure that sustainability remains a key pillar of how we grow, okay. which is also something we're going to learn, yeah. right? So as you scale, there's a lot of things yes. that you learn um, about with your business and how to do things better. Um, as I said, we got this score of 83.3. I want to get to over 100 yeah. in 2025 and yeah. we're going to map that out and make it super clear. We're really committed to that. And I think as a business, you know, we, we're very um, keen on the growth um, path and so far it's going really well. And, you know, one of the reasons we're really keen on that is that we're growing an amazing team yeah. as well. Like we have, I think we have some of Kenya's <laughs> brightest people on yeah. our team. They're just insanely amazing. Yeah. So there's a lot that comes from that. You know, I'm a real people person, so I yeah. love being with the team. I love being creative together. I love seeing people grow within our business. It's really amazing. This is New Year. We're talking about 2025. It seems so far. How do you keep the fire burning? <laughs> Such a good question. Um, I'm so... There's no need to keep it burning. It's just there. I can't yeah. even describe like the passion around food and people is something that just gets me out of bed every morning and, and has done for seven years now. Yeah. You know, we go out on supplier visits. We did one a few weeks ago where we went to visit some of our farmers yeah. and it's so inspiring to see how things could be done differently yeah. and knowing that we're supporting people who are trying to do things differently yeah. is is really amazing and knowing that we also have a customer base yeah. that's supporting us supporting them yes that's the key right yeah, we're yeah, sort of yeah. the in-between yes um but that kind of thing gets me really fired up you it know really I, I get really fired up about soil health these days so <laughs> wow look at that <laughs> i must be 40 now <laughs> all right interesting um about your partners, about um, all your suppliers that you have on board, are they all um, keen on sustainability? Is Are there some that have actually changed the model of their business in terms of either the vision, the mission of their business after they started uh, selling at Greenspoon? That's a really good question. I mean, we, I would say the majority of our suppliers are really interested in impact and sustainability. Yeah. Um, and there, there are some that are like at the forefront and yes. we're learning from them. There are others that are coming along with us, yes. which is also really exciting. And there's always space for that. Yes. Um, and I think, you know, the important thing is to be inclusive right and to develop the community feeling so Correct. we do we also try to introduce suppliers to each other if we feel that you know we can learn from yeah. each other or we can supply each other they can supply each other yeah so we just try to really develop that kind of community feel where we can do a lot of knowledge sharing it's such a beautiful ecosystem I mean, if Thanks. it works, why not? Right? Exactly. Why not be collaborative? Like, yeah. that's the only way we're going to get through this climate crisis, I think. Oh, yeah. I was just watching news the other day, all the floods that are uh, in, in Austria, Australia, New yeah. Zealand. And I'm like, what? How, how do you even start? All the houses are flooded. And it's not just there in California, the same thing is happening. We're having, we're facing drought here in Kenya. Mm -hmm. We didn't have milk for the longest time, we didn't have food produce for the longest time. People are dying, animals are dying, mm -hmm. and you, you can't help but wonder, so what, what do you do about, about the situation? Or what do you do about now what you said? Everybody has some bit of power in them. What do you do with that power to make the world a better place, right? Mm. Now, Juliet, uh, 
you as Juliet or as Greenspoon, you're not a producer per se, but are you keen on extended uh, producer responsibility? Yes, definitely. I mean, it's not the easiest nut to crack. <laughs> <laughs> However, I would say that most most of our producers are very responsible. Yes. And I think anyone listening to this can yes. be assured that there are many good businesses in Kenya who yeah. are really trying to do the right thing and they're making a big difference. Yeah. So that said, you know, um, it's definitely something that we can work more on. Yes. So we're trying to do that. Fantastic. How can people reach Greenspoon now? Now, I've listened to Juliet. I'm like, okay, you're doing really good things. Your suppliers are good people to the environment. I want to be part of the movement. Yes, I want to support you uh, by buying my products because now I know you can even tell me where this piece of meat or whatever this tissue comes from. Uh, but how, how do I get, how do I reach out? How, how, do I be, how do I become part of this ecosystem? Oh, thanks, Ella. Yeah. So um, we have a brilliant app, yeah. um, which is available for Android and iOS. Yeah. We have our website and we have our mobile site as well. Yeah. Um, we're also on social, uh, on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, and recently TikTok. Oh, wow. Which is you exciting. cool like that. <laughs> I can tell you it's not me. It's our amazing team. Um, but I honestly, like hand on heart, I think our shopping experience is second to none, right? We work yeah. super hard on, on our tech every single day. Yeah. You should see like the, the integration between different teams and our tech team is yeah. just amazing. Um, and we have a great team at Greenspoon who are looking after our customers with customer service. So we're not going to get everything right every single day. Yes. Um, we're definitely human on that side. Yeah. And sometimes we will mess it up. But we have an incredible team who look after customers when we do mess it up. And yeah. we try to make it right as quickly yeah. as we can. <laughs> that's, that's really nice. That aside, let me ask you, there's this new corporate buzzword that has been going around, greenwashing. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you've heard about it. Yeah. What are your thoughts? I think it's real yeah like it's people real. are people greenwashing are um so i think there are loads of claims out there about climate change and saving the planet yeah and some people are going to take advantage yeah. of that so the difficulty there i mean even this morning i was reading about some cases like with brands that i'm not going to mention just yeah. in case i get in trouble yeah let's not but um <laughs> but i think the most important thing is to realize that um it's out there yeah. and it exists and you should try to do your research a little bit yeah. around it as well to know you know this this claim is out there what does it really look like yeah it's difficult though because actually it's seductive <laughs> i want to believe those yeah. all the stories that i'm seeing that you're reading yeah so it's and and everything is nuanced right so i think we have a tendency as humans and i i completely understand why everybody's so busy yeah. but we have a tendency to you know to be quite reductive so arguments will be reduced down to a yes no situation yeah. and yet it's actually way more nuanced than that yeah so, for instance, I can, I can, for example, give you um, this whole story around meat, right? So, yes. you want to save the world, go vegan. Okay, now right. let's, let's unpick that a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. So, if you go vegan and you look at some of the products that, that you know, are vegan, they might have been flown halfway across the world and they might also be full of soy. Yeah. And soy is responsible for a lot of deforestation they might also have a ton of palm oil in them that's also responsible for deforestation and um you know the destruction or sort of reduction of the orangutan species in indonesia and it might be full of a whole lot of stuff that's actually not very good for your body yeah all right so and so 
that's on the one side like why veganism shouldn't be reduced to like it's the only way it's to the save only the planet way, yeah if you look at um how meat is farmed yeah. in a lot of parts of the world yeah it's it's actually not great for the planet right so the the meat that we sell is regenerative meat okay what does that mean and what that means is mm. that it's it's farmed in a way that's helping regenerate the soil and by regenerating the soil it's actually sequestering carbon out of the atmosphere and back into the soil okay. so that is you're talking about grass-fed pasture-raised beef for instance yeah um, which, you know, a lot of our beef actually comes from ranches where there's also wildlife. So by buying the beef, then you're also helping protect the one of Kenya's greatest assets, which is our wildlife. Big five. Yeah, exactly. And if you look at the chicken, for instance, then regenerative chicken is helping uh, regenerate the soil. And, you know, there's a really interesting project up um, near Mount Kenya where chickens are putting, being put on an arable farm. Okay. And typically, arable farmers wouldn't mix livestock into their farms, but the chickens are able to um, help put a lot of fertilizer and nutrients into the the soil, soil. right? But then they also benefit from eating the leftover wheat that might be left on the ground there. So it's nuanced, right? It's just not simplest. It's not simple. It's not. It's not one line. It's not straight on like that. No, exactly. Interesting. Something else, Juliet. COP28 is in December. Um, that is November 30th uh, to December 12th, if I'm, not, if I'm not wrong, in Abu Dhabi. Any thoughts on this? And even the president, I know it can, can be a... What do they say? A bit sweet, a bit sour, but what do you think about it? So, I, this is really putting me on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> because I think, obviously, it's controversial to hold it in the UAE, yeah. especially after the FIFA you know, World Cup situation yeah. that was happening there. Yeah. And I personally think having an oil company chief leading the discussions is very interesting. Yeah. A very interesting choice. However, I think we have to remain open-minded, yeah. right? And I think generally COP is an important meeting of minds. Yeah. And it's a moment where some really big issues can be discussed yeah. and some innovations can also come to the fore yeah which i think is good for humanity and the planet you know in the big picture yeah but i think um yeah i mean i'll certainly be watching to see what comes what, out of yeah. cop 28 how it's all going to unfold and all going to be unpacked i i i, I did try to follow cop 27 last year it, it wasn't it was interesting. <laughs> what what were your tr- your real thoughts? Was it? I it was re- I, I felt sad after the mm-hmm. whole um, forum was over in terms of what then did they do? And then yes, yeah. they decided to create another fund to try and help this whole climatic issue that we keep on going through every single day. But if you're not going to hold the biggest polluter in the world responsible, mm. what are we doing? Yeah. Why can they be held responsible together with the small scale countries or small uh, states that are also polluting? Because everybody's polluting, mm. but um, it, it's just not fair to let them go just because they're the biggest. Yeah, and I think this also kind of um, chimes in a little bit with the whole carbon credits um, trend yeah. at the moment, right? It's like, oh, well, you know, you can carry on doing what you do as a big company and just throw some money in In, the direction of carbon credits and it's okay and it's 
I don't know, like it doesn't sit brilliantly with me, but at the same time, I see it as a sort of transition phase, perhaps where bigger companies are trying to figure out what to do and how to do it. And in the meantime, they are supporting projects, perhaps that are sequestering carbon. Yeah. It's, it's really nuanced. It, it, it really is. Anyways, uh, thank you so much, Jillian. <laughs> Any parting words? Um, my parting, plans for the future. Yeah, plans for the future to keep growing our team. Yeah. Right? We have an amazing team, as I've said, and empowering as many small businesses as we can. Yeah. Um, and game changers, of course. And to just keep on learning all the time and growing. Um, yeah. And my parting words would be that... What we need to champion is sustainability. So let's not look at it as something new or something of a luxury, yeah. but something essential that we can all play a part in. And need to do. Yeah. Thank you so much, Jilla, for gracing the podcast today. Thank you, Ella. I really, really appreciate it. But otherwise, thank you for listening um, and educating us on everything green life, everything B Corp, um, and why we should really care about what we wear, what we eat, how we interact, how we give people, etc., etc. So that's it for this episode. Check out BC on Instagram and Twitter at TBC Podcast KE. Share this episode and subscribe. Tune in again in a fortnight for our next episode. I've been your host, Ella, and this has been B Cop Certification with Green Spoon. Let's journey together. Mm-hmm.